Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Why Do We Do What You Do podcast here on Hernia U. My name is Jay Fazone with BDI, and uh, my podcast guest today needs no introduction. He is part of our founding faculty on our Hernia U initiatives from Seville, Spain. Uh, I welcome Dr. Salvador Morales Conde. Welcome, Dr. Morales. Hello. Hello, Jay. It's a pleasure to be with you and with all the audience. Great. Dr. Morales, today's podcast, we're going to talk about uh, career choices uh, and legacy. Uh, your father, Dr. Salvador Morales Mendez, was a general surgeon, similar, just like yourself, just from Seville, Spain, and you followed in his footsteps. Uh, so the question is, why do you do what you do? What influence did his career uh, have in your future career choices? Well, I have to tell you that it was it was a tough decision when I when I decided to become a doctor first and then and then to become a surgeon. In fact, I remember when I finished the school in high school. Uh, then, uh, in fact, I was in the U.S. at that time uh, for one year. And when I came back from the U.S., so I sat I sit in front of my desk and, and in front of my fathers, and they asked me, "So, what are you going to do? Are you going to go to the university and study what?" So I remember that at that time, um, um, it came to my mind three options. One option was medicine. Uh, the other one was to become an architect, and the other one, and the other come, uh, the other one option was to become a journalist. So in fact, I applied to these three uh, three schools, to um, and I was accepted in the three of them. And then I have in front of my desk to make that tough decision of what. Uh, I wanted to be for the rest of my life. Um, so at that time, uh, you know, as a as a 18 years old, as a teenager, you're you're you have that uh, wild spirit that you are against your father in some sense. You know what I mean? And and I remember um, making the decision was no, no, I'm not gonna be a doctor. I'm not gonna be a, a, a doctor. It's something that that it was it was a uh, something that came to my mind. But but I like. Every, any, everything related to biology and humans and, and all this kind of, of stuff. So, so at the end, uh, what I thought was, uh, well, maybe journalist is good if you are abroad in a foreign country doing some, uh, some uh, work over there, but sitting in front of the desk just writing, it was like maybe for me it was too boring. And architects, it was, it was nice to nice. Uh, for me, but but at the end, I decided to become a doctor. And I have to say that today, um, my decision it was like very interesting in terms that as a journalist, I like to write. I, like, I write paper for journals, and I publish, and I write protocol. So everything related journalism, you do it. So so becoming a doctor, you do that work of journalist. And in fact. I'm sitting here in an interview and I'm sitting in front of so many people giving conference and, and this way, uh, journal, journalists in a way do that. And architected, I have to say that if you're a uh, laparoscopic surgery and you do a lot of laparoscopy, you have to have a 3D image in your mind. You have to build what you want to uh, uh, do or to repair in the abdominal cavity. So you have to do the 3D image to build uh, inside the body what you want to uh, do at the end of the of the surgery. So you have to do, have these three 
3D image in your mind to be able to build something that you're going to create to finish the surgery and to be success. So in a way, I'm so happy that becoming a surgeon, you cover journalism and you cover architecture. And at the end, I'm so happy to be a doctor in that sense. But on the other way, when I finished the school of medicine, I had to take another decision to become a surgeon or to become another specialty. And at that time, I remember that I have in, in my mind the possibility of two opposite things. One was to become a surgeon and the other one was to become a psychiatric. Uh, doesn't make sense at all. Uh, because I like the psychology of the people, how to deal with people. But I realized after, after taking the decision that it's so nice to make and to, tr to deal with people um, in a way to get something. But I know, I know that, that uh, psychiatric uh, patients are very complicated uh, in that sense. And I, wasn't, I thought that it wasn't maybe the right option for me. So for that reason, I decided to become a surgeon. And I'm so happy today uh, to be able to operate people, to, to really offer something to, the, to the, um, the human being, to be able to solve some problem. And, and I like about being a surgeon that is the one specialty that you really can cure some, some, some patients. You really have real difficult and tough time, but it's very, very, very interesting career in, in that sense from the human point of view. Appreciate that answer. Um, so now that you made your decision to go into medicine, to go down the surgery path, following in your, in your father's footsteps uh, in Seville, do you feel, in your opinion, that that made things easier as you started your career or more difficult? Well, I have to say that in both ways. Sometimes it was easier, sometimes it was more difficult. I have a nice example because when I finished the, 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 the national exams to, to select this, the, the specialty, uh, I select surgery and I, I, I didn't make the special, I, I didn't uh, did uh, the specialization in, in the residency in my hospital. I went to the other major hospital of my of my uh, of Sevilla. So when I arrived to that hospital, I remember my senior resident when they came to me, they tried to give me a hard time at the beginning. After six months, one of them came to me, and he said, "Salva, I have to tell you something. Uh, you know, I have the message from the chief that you were going to be a very uh, difficult guy because of your father and and they told me be tough with him um after six months i realized i get along very well with you so i shouldn't uh, i shouldn't give you a hard time so let's let's uh, let's be a friend because i really i really appreciate you so that was that was a clear example that what happened what happened is like at the beginning they are against you once they know you uh, they realize that you can be a nice person and then you start working with them. And if your father is behind and people appreciate that you, then things is a little bit easier because you have the proper advice and you have uh, the proper uh, way of doing uh, things. And yeah, and it's, it's so nice to to ask your father what is the best option in some of the, of the, of the choice that you have to take in life. I remember that when we were having lunch at home, at, at home when I was uh, when I was a resident, 
we usually we didn't talk too much about surgery. It was just a standard normal conversation. But you know, like when I had to take a decision if I should go abroad to 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 learn something with someone, he know he he knew people worldwide, and it was easy to answer and to have that chance, and and that was the the good thing in that sense. And and one of the things that really uh, uh, make things uh, different was that my father start with laparoscopy at the same time that I was a resident. So it was a joint venture of both of us. I was pushing him, let's go into laparoscopy. He was like, he had the experience. So we made a really nice team to start with laparoscopy in my in Sevilla. And uh, speaking of laparoscopy back in, in the early 90s, I, I learned something that uh, some of our listeners may may or may not know. Um, I had the opportunity to be at, at your meeting in Seville this year. That is a very famous meeting now on minimally invasive surgery, uh, not just in Spain, uh, but really throughout the region in, in Europe, in the Middle East. And I found out when I was there earlier this year that um, that is not only your meeting today, but this meeting was started by your father um, back around that time. If you could, um, if you could talk to us about where the being able to continue that meeting um, as part of his legacy. And then just really the overall education, you're you're very well involved with many societies, uh, many travels as you're leaving here, I think in the next day uh, to Latin America for a conference. Um, talk to me about the meeting and then just educating surgeons and, and did that come from him also? Yeah, I have to say that that this is a real legacy that he, 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 he gave me. Uh, when I was a student, even a student of the, of the medicine school, he started one meeting that was called updating laparoscopic surgery. That was 25 years ago. And and uh, what I did at that, that time was to be with him and sitting next to him and listen what they were talking about. Uh, I didn't have much idea, but there was something new that was going on in the world of medicine. So uh, he started with that meeting after like around 10 years when I was, uh, when I was finishing my residency, uh, around seven years after that, um, I start uh, collaborating with him uh, in the program. That was my first step, and supporting him uh, in all the all the teaching and education we used to do in in lab with animal models uh, to teach laparoscopy. So as I was becoming uh, a surgeon, a surgeon, I start influencing him a lot in the program. I took over over the programs, and he, then he become sick, and I was he was the, he was on, on on the front of the of the papers, but I was behind doing the program and working with him, and then uh, finally I took over the the program. He passed away um, uh, nine years ago now, and and I took over the, the the program, and we decided to change the name to something more more. Uh, innovated, and we call it updating innovation in minimal invasive surgery. And so, and and today, is one of the major meeting in in, in Spain and in, in the in this part of Europe, uh, with more than 400 people attending the meeting with 11 light surgery, and it's really an, an update in, in minimal invasive surgery. Uh, in fact, I was so proud this year in February that we. We celebrate the 25th anniversary of this um, with this uh, of this meeting, and wow. it's, it's tough to maintain the the level. It's, it's tough to maintain the scientific level. In fact, I'm working already in the program. When I finish one year, I start working in in next year program. But it's so exciting to have this legacy. 
I think legacy, the most important legacy of my father was um, uh, my spirit as a human being. That was the legacy of my mother and my father. But also if you have something important like this meeting is like uh, something that you're forced to maintain with a good scientific level because of him. Very nice. Uh, thank you for sharing that. And and uh, I guess to continue speaking about legacy, I know baby Salva is not quite at his one-year birthday yet. Uh, the girls are approaching, but still not yet of school age. So um, your three children, um, any thoughts on their future in medicine? Well, this is something that I talked to Virginia, my wife, that I have a, I have a five, uh, uh, five-year-old uh, girl, Carla, uh, almost almost three years old girl, Emma, and the little one that will become this year one year old, that is Salva, little Salva. And I have to tell you that I don't care what they want. I just want them to be happy and to be nice persons. That's the most important thing. If they want to be become a surgeon, fine. If they want to become a journalist, an architect, a lawyer, whatever they want to become, as far as they are nice person and a nice human being, uh, and and they have this uh, this feeling of that the family and friends are one of the of the treasure of life. That's fine with me. So I will teach them if they want. I will be behind them if they want. But that's it. That's it. Excellent. Well, Dr. Morales, thank you very much. Appreciate your time, and most importantly, the audience appreciates you telling us why you do what you do. Thanks, everybody. I look forward to hearing you and listening on the next podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to be with you. And of course, as always, you're welcome to Sevilla. <laughs>